Welcome to the Color and Chaos Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. My name is Jonah Fair, and just thank you so much for taking your time to be present here today. Whether you are watching or listening, the fact that you are here, I'm a firm believer that is not by accident. I'm so excited about today's episode. I guess I'm so excited about today's episode to the point that I forgot to turn on my mic as I was recording this week's episode. By the grace of God, I do have the audio through the camera, so it's a little different audio quality, a little downgraded audio quality than this mic right here. But I just felt a peace about keeping it the way that it was and that what we talked about on this episode that what was said needed to be said and that everything is right where it needs to be. And so I am just praying that regardless of the audio quality, that this will meet you where today finds you. I pray that the words of this week's episode will meet you in a real and relevant way and that you will know that you are loved and that you are not forgotten and what you are going through is not in vain. Heavy heart. May we rest easy knowing that we have a creator, savior, and sustainer that loves us and that is here. May this week's episode bless you and minister to you in a powerful way. Many years ago, I had something happen to me that I think about every now and then. I was in college and this one night I decided to go for a run around my college campus. It was a very dark night. The only light that was kind of lighting my path were the street lamps that were around the road that I was running on. And where I was at, at the university that I attended, my dorm was up on a hill and I had to run down a hill to go down to this place that was like the apartment complexes. And I was going to do some laps down there and then run back up the hill to to where I live. And so as I was going on a run, there was just a lot of different things that were just kind of swirling in my head and in my heart. I don't know if I was reading this passage in Revelations where it talks about how when the Lord comes back, it'll be the sound of a trumpet and that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. I don't know if I was reading that passage around that time or something, but I'm probably at this point about like 10 minutes into the run and I turn left to, to make it around the, the apartment complexes. And as I make this turn, it was just like, I just, it's almost like I heard this trumpet and I was just mortified and I'm still running at this point. And I'm just like, what if, like, what if that happened? Like, what would I do? What would be the response? What would be my response if I heard the trumpet sound in the sky of the Lord coming back? and it it was done like there is no more going forward in life or with plans or with desires or whatever like it's done like the human existence is done and i was just thinking like what would i do right now and the only thing that i can think about was that i would just fall to my face so quickly and i would just fall like i wouldn't even try to like brace myself on the floor i would just go straight from standing up to falling face down and it was almost just like i just had this like vision of that happening and i was just thinking like my god this life is so temporary like all of these things that are heavy on my heart heavy on my mind right now there'll be a day where it doesn't matter anymore 
whether you come back before I die or I die and I'm I'm face to face with you. But Lord, when that happens, none of this really will matter anymore. But what will matter is what did I do with this life, this body, these gifts that you've given me. And that day that we stand face to face, in, in the moment where, where I hear your voice and you're no longer just a, a concept or a belief or a faith, but you are the living God standing right before me. Jesus, what would I do? What would I do? And the only thing that I could think of that would be fit for that moment is to fall face down so quickly. One day we will be past this present moment. What can we do? What can we focus on in this present moment that can help sustain us so that we don't go so far ahead that we miss what the Lord wants to do today? And how can we be sustained today, regardless of our external circumstances, our internal pressures, our internal daydreams or fantasies? How can we be present today? What can guard our heart so that we can be fully present and fully available today for whatever the Lord wants to do and for us not to worry and to stress over that which we can't control. And so heavy heart, no matter what today has brought or no matter where today finds you, there is color in the chaos when instead of leaning into the unknown in our own strength or our own ability or our own understanding, we lean into the chaos seeking our creator, savior, sustainer that can make us whole. Lord God, just thank you so much for this opportunity for us to be able to just take a moment and to reflect on whatever it is that you want to show us and to teach us today. Lord, for many that are watching or listening to this podcast, Lord, there is just a lot that is swirling in their head and in their heart. There's a lot of confusion. There's a lot of questions. There's a lot of just different things that are just taking precedent in our head and heart today. But Lord, we want to bring all that we are to all that you are in order for us to experience more of you. So Lord Jesus, we just pray in your name that you will do something just powerful within this time together that we cannot do on our own. Lord, we recognize that we are weak. We recognize that all of our faith put together is nothing compared to who you are. And Lord, we are desperate and in need of you. So Lord, use this time. Help us understand more of who you are so that we can walk through these days. So Jesus, it's in your name we pray and we surrender. Amen. Growing up, I was the type of kid that could not just go to sleep, but would instead just stay awake, just thinking and just fantasizing about just different things happening. I would just just have these elaborate storylines within my head of different things that could happen or or different what-if scenarios of different things that could have happened throughout my day but didn't happen and you know what if I would have said this and what if this would have happened instead of that happening and and just thinking about like just fantasizing about the future and just thinking about man when I'm older I get to do this or get to go here and I remember one of the things that growing up that I would often think about it's just like living this life of just this traveler and just going wherever I want to go, whenever I want to go. And I had no concept of money or jobs or commitments or taxes. I had no concept of that, but I just had this desire to go and to experience and to go on adventures. I had this wild imagination as a kid. And when I look back on that imagination, I just see so much beauty and part of me longs to have that same imagination today. 
And I recognize within me that I do have elements of that imagination. And sometimes that imagination comes out in the moments where I have different things that I'm thinking about or praying about or just different things that I'm trying to process. And I find myself sometimes that imagination coming up and my head going like farther beyond where I'm currently at. And I start just thinking through all these like what if scenarios. I think about this passage in Philippians chapter four, verse six. This is what he says. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your mind in Jesus Christ. I'm going to read that again. This is Philippians chapter four, verse six. It says this. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and your minds in Christ Jesus. As a person who struggles with anxiety, struggles with daydreaming, and just letting my emotions and my thoughts get ahead of where I'm presently at in reality, As someone who struggles with this, it is so encouraging to know that there is a peace that goes beyond the peace that I can muster up in the situations where life finds me. In verse 7, when Paul is saying, And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. In the New Living Translation, it says, then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and mind as you live in Christ Jesus. This guarantee that our God can give us a peace in the moments where we are anxious, in the moments where we are bringing up prayers and petitions with the Lord, in the moments where we are struggling to be thankful for where we are at today, The peace of God can help us muster up the thanksgiving for the gift of life, the gift of today, and to be fully present, fully alive, fully just sensitive to, Lord, what is it that you want me to see? How is it that you want me to respond? And what is it that you want me to do here? And Lord, I can trust that no matter what comes later on today, my next minute, my next hour, my next day, my next week, my next month, my next year, my next decade, whatever, whatever comes next, I can have a peace knowing, Lord, that you are present, you are here, you care, you are fully aware of the situation, and you will walk with me through this. There is a peace that can only come from our God through Jesus in the moments where we bring our desires, bring our prayers, bring our petition with a heart of thanksgiving saying, Lord, thank you that you can do more with this than I can do on my own. And Lord, I can trust that through a surrendered heart to you, Jesus, that your same spirit that rose you from the dead, that dwells within each and every follower of you, each and every surrendered heart, that your spirit will lead me to a peace, to a wisdom that goes far beyond what I can muster up through my own anxious thoughts. That each and every heartbeat is a chance to surrender. There's something that I wrote down in my journal recently that I was just kind of meditating on. And I wrote this back in June. And I wrote this, I was just being very 
just vulnerable with the Lord. And I was just saying this, Lord, from what you begin in the soil of my surrender, you are faithful to grow something greater than me. Heavy heart, what we begin in the soil of our surrender, when we go through our days, when we go through our moments, in those moments where we bring our anxious thoughts, our prayers and our petitions, the things that are heavy on our heart and mind, when we bring that through surrender, that there is something better that can grow out of that than anxiety can ever offer. That there is a soil that we can plant surrender in that can grow a beautiful crop and that can only be found in Jesus through surrender to the God of redemption, the God that can produce life out of death, that can resurrect, that can produce a beautiful crop out of just soil that has been depleted and hurt and jaded and confused and the chaos of the seasons of life. That no matter where today finds us, there is a peace of God that transcends all understanding. And may the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter four, verse six and seven. He goes on to say this in verse eight. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, and whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever is true, noble, right, whatever is pure, lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. I, I heard somebody that I'm really close with, and, and she was just talking about that she once heard a sermon on this verse, and the the, the person that was the sharing from this passage was highlighting out of all of this list, the true, noble, right, whatever is pure, lovely, admirable, excellent, or praiseworthy. Think about such things that, you know, sometimes it get, get, you, we can get so lost in all of these different things. But this person just highlighted that the first thing that Paul highlights is truth. Whatever is true, whatever is true. And so every time I read this passage, that highlights to me as well, just that God Help me focus on what is true, what is true, not what is a fantasy, not what is a foreign concept, not what is my own anxious, just, you know, daydreaming or whatever. Lord, help me focus on what is true. Help me be so grounded within reality that I don't miss what your spirit wants to say and do in this situation. Help my heart, my emotions, my longings, my desires, my dreams, my aspirations, what, may all that my heart is, Lord, help me be so bathed in truth and reality that I don't get ahead of you. And the way that we can be able to bathe our current reality in truth is by meditating and surrounding ourselves in the word of God through his scripture, letting his scripture help remind us what is true, noble, honorable, pure, and trustworthy. We're able to be able to walk out what each and every day can bring. My mind goes to Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. And this is what it says in the NLT. Paul says this, Now all glory to God, who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than what we may ask or think. Glory to him in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. Amen. Now to him who's able to do immeasurably more than anything we can ask or imagine according to his glory and his power 
Paul is saying that we are able to be at rest, to be at peace, to be fully present within today. Lord, you are able to do infinitely more than what our anxieties, than what our own plans, our own desires could ever produce on our own. That you are the God that can move hearts and move situations and you can make things happen that could not happen on our own. Not only that, but Lord, you are the God that can close doors that we never could have thought would have ever closed in order for your will and your plans to be accomplished on all of the earth. And in those moments, sometimes that the door is shut or in those opportunities that are lost or different things that happen, sometimes we get mad and our hearts get hurt and say, God, how can you have allowed this to happen? But in reality, we can trust. Again, we have a peace of stress, all understanding. When we remember, Lord, you are able to do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine according to your plan and your purpose and your glory that has transcended even beyond my existence. Even before I was in my mother's womb, Lord, you had a plan and purpose and it was a good plan and purpose and you can redeem the brokenness around us. And Lord, I can rest and be fully present today because you can do infinitely more than anything I could ever ever, ever do on my own. He goes on in Ephesians chapter four to say this. He says, therefore, I, a prisoner for serving the Lord, beg you to lead a life worthy of your calling for you each have been called by God. Always be humble and gentle. Be patient with one another, making an allowance for each other's faults because of your love. Make every effort to keep yourselves united in the spirit, binding yourselves together with peace. For there is one body and one spirit, just as you've been called to one glorious hope for the future. Verse five, there is one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and father of all, who is over all, in all, and living through all. Over all, in all, and living through all. So both Philippians chapter 4, Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20, and then chapter 4. And these passages are just so anchoring within those moments when our anxieties, when our daydreams or fantasies are getting ahead of us. And we're just saying, God, help me be present today. How we are present today is by the peace of God that is just bathed in the truth of God. And that truth, as we meditate on the truth, Lord, you are here, you care, you are present we are able to walk things out and not get ahead of whatever the Lord wants to do in and around us. Something else I wrote in my journal recently was this. I said, the sun still shines. Your glory, Lord, still remains. Your grace renews and I'm still yours. Heavy heart, may this wash over you today. The sun still shines. Today, you woke up and there was sunlight that has sustained you through today. The sun still shines regardless of what yesterday brought, regardless of whatever happened in the night, whatever happened in the darkness, whatever happened in the wrestling and in the rebellions, whatever happened, there's a sun that still rises and falls. The glory of God still exists and sustains everything by the power of his word and, and just the power of his name that we have been given breath today because we have a God. His glory still remains even through our brokenness. His grace still renews. There is a grace that goes far beyond our mess ups, our, our mishaps, those moments where we thought something and then all of a sudden it wasn't. And those moments where we have failed, his grace still remains. And at the end of the day, we are still children 
of a living, resurrected Savior. That we, through Jesus, have been adopted into a family. That he will not leave us as orphans. And that if you, right now, listening or, or watching this podcast, if you've asked Jesus to be Lord of your life, you've been adopted into a family. That you are citizens no longer of this nation or whatever nation that you subscribe to, but you are citizens of heaven. You are citizens of a kingdom that no earthly king, no power of darkness can ever still kill, destroy. It's a kingdom that surpasses all kingdoms. And there is a king of kings, a lord of lords that is faithful, is faithful to produce within us what only he can do. And there's another passage that stands out to me, this whole idea, and found in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8. And this is what Paul says to the Corinthian church. He says, And God is able to bless you abundantly, so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. I'm going to read that again. Heavy heart, may this wash over us, no matter where today finds us. And God is able to bless you abundantly, so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. The peace of God that transcends all understanding will guard our heart in Jesus. With that truth that we hold on to with a death grip, no matter what the, the lies of the enemy within our hearts or around us is telling us, we are able to trust that our God can do everything that needs to be done in order for us to do whatever it is that he wants us to do. Then all things at all times, we will have all that we need, not all that we want, not all that we expected to have, but all that we need in order for us to abound in every work that he wants to do within us. All things that are true, noble, honest, pure, trustworthy, admirable, all of those things will naturally flow through us as we rest in the God that can do what we cannot do. I wanted to share one last memory with you before we wrap up today's episode. I remember that there was a time where I was with one of my buddies and we were going through Niagara in Canada for the very first time. And so we stopped right there by Niagara Falls and we were hungry and it was really late at night. And we decided that we was going to get some food. And so we get some food and we're about to leave. And I went to the car and I was expecting my buddy to come out and for us to get on the road. We kind of needed to go. But I'm just sitting there in the car and he's just not coming back to the car. So finally he comes out and he gets in the car and I look at him and there was like tear stains on him. And he proceeds to tell me that as he was leaving the restaurant, he felt like the Lord told him that he needed to go up to a cashier and to give them $20. And I think around this time when we were eating dinner together, he was talking about money or something. And we were just talking about like the money that we spent on this trip and, and everything. And for some reason, like, just as he was telling me about how he felt like the Lord was telling him to give this cashier some money, I was just like, huh, that's like so outside of what you would have done on your own that like that had to be God because we were just talking about money and you were like sharing how you didn't really want to spend any more money that you kind of hit your max. But here you are, you're giving $20 to somebody. And even though it's not a crazy amount of money, it's still a lot of money, you know, and He's just telling me how like he felt so sure 
that he needed to give this guy some money and to tell him that, like, like, look, like, God loves you and he has a plan for you. And this is kind of out of character for him just to do this on a whim. Like, it had to be a power outside of his own desires that led him to do this. And so I'm just sitting there. We're about to cross over the border back to the United States. And, and my friend, he just starts sobbing. And he's just like, Jonah, we need to pray for that guy. Like, I don't know anything about him, but I just feel so overwhelmed right now. And it was crazy. He was like, I, I, the, the guy didn't have a name tag or anything. And he's like, as I'm talking with this guy, it's like the Lord told me what his name was. And he's like, he's like, we need to pray for it. And he says his name. And I was just like, whoa, dude, this is crazy. And I could just sense that like, Lord, you are doing something my friend. So we're driving and we're just praying for this guy that we don't know. And my friend is sobbing, 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 as if this was like his blood relative. And my friend's just sobbing and he's like, Lord, please draw near to him. No matter what he's going through, just draw near to him. Lord, just thank you for this opportunity. And it was just mind boggling. Like he cried the hardest that I've ever seen my friend cry. And we cross into the United States and eventually like my friend like just like kind of passes out from just emotional exhaustion and I'm driving back home and I'm thinking about all that just happened. I'm just reminded in that moment that Lord, you are able to do immeasurably more than anything we can ask or imagine in each moment of our lives when we surrender to you and we can miss so much in the moments that we hold on to what we think should happen, how we think it should happen, or what we think should be done. Five years ago, as of September 1st, I felt the Lord put on my heart to leave South Carolina and to move up to Michigan, a state that I knew nothing about. I knew nobody up here, but I felt like the Lord was calling me up here in order to be his hands and to be his feet. And recently I had an opportunity to go back to a place where I felt the Lord confirm within me here in Michigan, confirm within me five years ago that he wanted me to leave my home of South Carolina and to move up here. And recently I had an opportunity to go back to that very spot where I felt the Lord overwhelmed through his word and just through the power of his Holy Spirit and just give me a peace about doing something that I never thought I would have done on my own and that I never could have done on my own. I wanted to play a little clip. I filmed a little bit and just reminiscing of, of just that moment and that time. And I just wanted to share it with you as we just talk about this whole idea of the Lord able to do so much more in our surrender than anything we could do on our own. Hey guys, so we're in Traverse City back in 2016. I was here, I uh, just graduated college for about two years. I felt the Lord leading me up here to Michigan, but I wasn't sure, so I took a trip with a buddy and we came up here to Traverse City. This is the second day I was up in Michigan. He was asleep in the car over there. I went out here to spend some time in the Word. The parable of the seeds was what I was reading and Jesus was talking about the different seeds and the different soil right here at this table I felt the Lord confirmed that he wanted me to move up here and I didn't know where at that point but over here in the water I remember walking over here just a little overwhelmed and I felt the Lord just tell me to kind of go look in the water and uh, the wind was raging really really bad that day and as I did I saw that my reflection started to kind of fade 
and I just kind of felt like a little poem come to me of just where the wind rages and my reflection fades. That's where I find you. And I just felt like the Lord saying, Jonah, you just gotta, gotta lose yourself. You know, don't worry about all the details, but just, just know that I'm with you, even in the chaos, even in the wind, and I'm here. I'm here. I'm here where the, where it feels like the wind is raging all around. I share that clip as just a real reminder that we have a God that can at any point, at any moment, just change our regular scheduled program and lead us in ways that we never could have imagined. But may our hearts be open and responsive and just flexible for him to do what only he can do through our todays. May we not hold on so tightly to our plans, our desires, our expectations that we miss that we have a God that goes far beyond, transcends all of our plans, desires, and expectations. And that today we are present and we are just alive in order for him to do what he wants to do in and through us, trusting that he has a plan that goes far beyond anything that we can produce on our own. And that plan is beautiful. And one day we will stand before him and give an account for this life that we have been given to us. And when that trumpet blows, and we have no time left, and we fall face down so quickly in reckless abandon of just, I don't care if this smashes my face. My face doesn't matter at this point. My God is here, and I'm just fully exposed. I'm in your presence in that moment. May we give an account and say, Lord, <laughs> my life is yours. You did with me what you wanted to do, and Lord, I'm not perfect. I've messed up, but Jesus, it's through you that I have life and it's through you that I am forgiven. It's through you that I had breath. I recognize, Lord, that my life is yours. And Lord, may everything that I've done be a beautiful sacrifice at your feet. And Lord, I'm yours. I'm yours. From the soil of our surrender, we have a God that could do so much more and grow something so much more beautiful than anything we could do on our own. Heavy heart where the wind rages and our reflection fades, that's where we will find our God. Lord God, just thank you so much for today. Lord, help us, help us surrender and trust that you can do so much more with this life that you've given us than anything we can do or imagine on our own. God, I pray right now in your name, Jesus, that you will overwhelm, overwhelm each and every viewer, listener of this podcast with a peace that transcends all understandings, just dip our hearts in truth so that we can withstand all the lies of the enemy and be able to be fully at peace and fully surrender to whatever you want to do in us and around us. Jesus, thank you for this life that you've given us. Help us live it well. God, we have one life and we have one story to tell. And Lord, we surrender our days to you. We look to you, we need you, and it's in your name that we pray and we surrender, Jesus. Amen. Amen. This, this one's a prayer that means a lot to me. It goes like this. Sing it like this. Life is short, I want to live it well. One life, one story to tell. Life is short, I want to live it well. And you're the one I'm living for. Awaken on my soul. Every breath that you take, it's a miracle. Life is sure, I wanna live you well. Alright, let's do it. Ew.
break it down here for a second. Life is short, I wanna live it well. One life, one story to tell. Life is short, I wanna live it well. And you're the 